Hello, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. On today's episode, we actually had John Scollin select the topic, which was how you can make a difference. If this is something you want to do, or you want to start doing, or you want to even know how you can even approach it, this is the perfect podcast for you. Enjoy, and have a magical week. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. I hope you are all doing well now that a lot of places are out of lockdown. And sorry we weren't on last week. We had a uh, blackout in Melbourne, so we couldn't actually make it. But we're here to do the same podcast we were going to do. You're just getting it a week later with a bit more thought behind it, maybe. Who knows? You know? Uh, (laughs) So uh, this week's topic is how you can make a difference. And I want to thank John Scollin for providing this topic because... Uh, we're getting some applause on the video there and it's uh, well deserved. John has been, if you've been listening, John's been on a lot of the last couple ones and providing a lot of insight. So I thought I'd turn some topics over to him and he gave me a lot of really good topics. So this is the first one that I thought was uh, really stood out and sunk to me. So I was really excited to do this. So uh, I wanted to thank John and John is on the call. So hello, John. How's how's your week been? Yeah, good, Jess. It's just another busy week, which is um, not a bad thing. I know I'm alive and breathing, so that's good. <laughs> That is good. Um, I wanted to also thank Kanika Chopra for being on the call as well. How has your week been, Kanika? My week has been really nice, even though it's been a bit rainy. It's been really warm, which has been really good. I've been doing a bunch of outdoor work, um, just some springtime garden cleanup, and it's been really therapeutic. Awesome. Thanks for that. And I do want to, uh, we've interrupted the lovely River Houseboat uh, holiday of our CEO and Director of Learning, Graham Gersberg and Danette Fenton-Menzies. So they're, they're jumping on, even though they're having a relaxing time on the Murray. So thank you for being on the call, you two. How's, how's it going so far? The houseboat is awesome um, compared to the end of our week last week where we had a brown snake in our house. <laughs> oh. I mean, to be to be fair, the brown snake was also awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was just being awesome in you know the wrong place. Yes, <laughs> not, not the wrong location. Anyway, we think it's gone outside now, so all is good. Fingers and we're on a houseboat, so we don't care now. Doing it home. And look, that uh, on today's topic, that brown snake has already made a difference in your lives. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, well, hopefully we'll be talking about a few more positive experiences and differences we can make. Uh, so I, as always, we have three main questions that we'll be bouncing around off of. And I might start with John. John, because you suggested this topic, I wanted to ask you, what sort of difference can you make? I guess I was thinking about this last night. Not all of us are going to be a Michelle Obama or a, you know, Albert Einstein, Helen Keller, Al Capone. You know, we're not going to be a, a huge figure in in the world um, or across countries or, you know, across years. But, and I guess this topic came out of the Drew Dudley TED Talk where he did something and had an impact on people and he didn't even remember that he had the, didn't even remember the activity, didn't remember anything about it, but he knew from there telling him that he had an impact. Um, So you don't have to do big acts, simple acts, um, can have a major impact on people and it's something small that you can do it's it's something that you know you don't have to give a lot of thought to and it's I think we can all make a difference um, we can all make a difference it's just engaging with other people 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I've, I, that's amazing Like that, that you can even have an impact without even realizing it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, I might throw this to Kanika. Kanika, uh, what, is, um, what sort of difference can you make? Um, I think for me, it's, it's in the small stuff and the details and just being like really nice to everyone you meet um, and not making assumptions about people when you meet them. Um, it's hard not to do that sometimes, but I think making a deliberate effort to not judge people and listen to them, um, asking someone how they are sometimes can be really good. And I think it's just like little acts of like niceness and kindness that I think is so important. Um, yeah, that's kind of it for me. I guess like if I had to give you an example, it would be um, when our neighbors, we have neighbors that are parents and have two kids that seem under the age of 10. And since we've lived here, both of them have injured themselves physically uh, pretty badly <laughs> in the lockdown. And every time I see them, I always go like, if you need us to pick up groceries, let us know or if you need something let us know and I know that's like not heaps and they may never take us up on it but I think it's just important to let them know that like we can help if they do actually need someone to help um but yeah that's just like little things like that for me I think make a difference yeah and and were you going to say something there John yeah I remember there was a, a radio uh, announcer here in Canberra that was retiring or moving off somewhere else, and someone, uh, one of the, one of the radio people came in and sat, and they were just talking about the impact that this guy, this announcer, has had on them. And this guy was saying his dad, when his dad was really sick, everyone had asked, "How's your dad? How's your dad? How's your dad?" And the radio announcer was doing the same thing. And at some point, the radio announcer said to him, "And how are you?" And that really struck a chord with him that someone actually cared enough, not just about his family and about the bad situation, but actually stepped away and went, well, yeah, how are you in this? And that made a difference in him. The radio announcer, you know, didn't think anything of it at the time, he said. It was just a natural thing to do. But, you know, it's those things that make a difference, those kindnesses. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, it's amazing already that we've had two completely different answers. So there's a lot out there for people. Um, I might throw this to, uh, to Danette now. Um, what, what sort of difference can you make? So I think one of the ways all of us can make a difference is to bring our best self to the world. So bring our gifts and talents. Like Kanika has more than melanin, which is created, which has helped all of these you know, writers, poets, et cetera, you know, to get some exposure in a world that maybe they wouldn't have had that opportunity to do. Um, I love the idea of random acts of kindness. Um, so just doing stuff for people you don't know. And I think a big one at the moment, because a lot of people are struggling, is if you're talking to someone, being present with them and picking up where their struggles may be and, and maybe just doing something that they don't expect. You're not doing it to get anything back. You just do, you know, just some little simple thing, whether it's writing a, a handwritten note or something or just saying, you know, you've got this, I believe in you, sending them a book, whatever it is to, to support others to be able to know that, you know, they matter, that people care about them. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Great question. No, that's right. Great answer. Great answer. I'm starting to notice a trend as well, but it's nice. It's good to see. It's a similar thing that I also wanted to talk about. Graham, 
Um, how, what sort of difference can you make? I was thinking before about the um, the saying, you know, leave people better than you find them. And one interpretation of that sort of leads us to feel we need to be active in doing something for somebody else that's going to have um, a benefit for them. And, yeah, again, this can be relatively small stuff. This can be the little kindnesses. It can just be acknowledging that somebody else exists on the planet as a human being and connecting with them at that level. Um, and I, the thing with leave people better than you find them, I guess the, the issue I have with that is you won't know necessarily whether the person is better or not. Um, so it's I, for me it's not necessarily having the intention that I want to consciously do something for someone else to leave them better than I found them every time I meet them or interact with them. Um, but maybe just wrapping up everything that everyone else has already said, it's it's you know, being present. Uh, and I think the kindness thing really has to start with ourselves. So I think, you know, when we practice self-kindness, self-compassion first, um, and, and then... As Danette said, you know, show up as the best version of yourself you can, wherever you are. Um, yeah, that's, that's perfect. And Graham, that's actually reminded me uh, about someone that you two always talk about as being someone that's just really, really present. And I was just wondering if you could elaborate a little bit on what this is like. So Dr. James Rouse, I know that you two always talk about how he's he has a sort of almost supernatural level of presence. Uh, so I was just wondering what that what that's like and what, what sort of things you notice about that. So my recollection of um, meeting Dr. James was at um, a Robin Sharma event six, seven years ago, and James spoke on stage, and then at the end of his presentation, we had a, there was a, a lunch break, and there were a lot of people, there were about 95 people in the room, most of them wanted to, to meet James and talking, and um, because I don't like queues, so I wasn't in the queue to meet James, even though I desperately wanted to meet him. But just watching the other people and every conversation that James had with someone in the room was as if they were the only person in the room. So his, his focus is, it was just laser-like. Mm -hmm. um, and when you do have an opportunity to have a conversation with him, you genuinely do feel that you're the only other person on the planet in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly powerful. Um, and hugely validating for us. I mean, that's yeah, that's probably a really good example of how you can um, make somebody better than when you found them, mm. just by giving them you know that much. Uh, it's such a generous thing to do. Mm. John, were you going to say something? No, I, I think you're right. I think giving of your time is a big part. That you know, we all claim to be time poor and can't do things. Yeah. Um, whether we are or aren't, worry about that is another one. But, you know, to give of your time is extremely important to people. Yeah. yeah. I reckon it's one of the most important things because, you know, as you said, John, everyone seems to be time poor and it's like to actually give a person your full attention yeah. is an extraordinary mm -hmm. gift because you create a safe space for them to to shine or just just to be vulnerable and say, hey, I'm, mm. I'm not doing so good. Mm. Um, the, I was in the queue, so I went and spoke to James. 
he was, as Graham said, a laser light. But the thing I loved about him is his, you could feel his heart was wide open. So, you know, when you meet people for the first time, they can often be guarded and it feels like they've sort of got masks. He had no masks. He was a massive hugger and still is a massive hugger. And his heart was wide open. So he was just there to serve, to make the world a better place and be kind and compassionate. So, yeah, such a great example of someone who just practices daily. And he's human. So he admits that on his videos too, which I also love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing, and I think that that's something that we can probably all use because I think it ties in a lot of what everybody was kind of talking about, and even I'm sure uh, Dr. James doesn't even fully know the impact that that has had. You know, it's it, like what John was saying; it's one of those things that can really affect people in one way, and it may not be a completely obvious reciprocal thing, but it's yeah, it's amazing. Um, I, I just wanted to talk about two different examples that uh that I had have experienced or listened to or seen recently. So. Uh, I think what sort of difference you can make can be at a big level or a small level. And at a small level, we have been trying to make more friends with more of our neighbours, especially in houses that kind of look share housey like us that live near us because it's why not have more close friends. And that's actually become really nice. We, we swapped some veggies and then they made us some bread, which we were not expecting at all. But it's nice. Now we have a little relationship with people in our street. And that was pretty simple. All we had was just all this extra veggies that we were growing and weren't going to use. So that was nice. And then uh, also on a bigger scale, I was listening to a, um, I don't know if you guys know the uh, book Freakonomics, um, but they say so it's, it's this book from the 90s, um, but it, they have a podcast as well. And uh, they were interviewing an academic professor, Yunyun Ang, who didn't like how corruption was uh, documented in the world. Like she thought it didn't make sense and it sort of helped some countries and didn't help others. And so she just went out and invented her own one. And it created a lot of controversy uh, and because it had some findings. But I thought she had a really nice quote about it. And I was just thought I'd read that now, which is the reason that I'm pushing back against these big issues is that I don't want to regret my choice being an academic. I don't want to dedicate my life to doing this and then realizing that all of the time I'm just trying to please a convention or please a norm. And I don't want to waste my life in this way. And so I realized that when I speak certain truths, it will get some people really angry with me. But I thought that was that's powerful because you know sometimes even when you're making a difference it can be hard and it can hurt, um, but it can also be the right thing if you want to be someone that you know if you make a certain choice and you want to live at a certain way then uh, that's also something that can happen. And again, she just did this herself. She was like, "I didn't like this, so I'm just going to make it." So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, all right, so I might jump into our second question here, which is what stops us from making a difference? And I might start with uh, Graham this time. Uh, what are some things that might stand in the way of people from making a difference? Oh, it's a pretty short list. Uh, how much time have we got? <laughs> I think probably the, the more common ones nowadays are um, ego. And, and you know, and ego is, is sort of, is, comes from fear anyway. So I think often the things that prevent us or hinder us from, from making a difference, are um, there's a fear behind it, um, whether it's a fear of being vulnerable um, whether it's a fear of just acknowledging somebody else's presence and, and giving them um, some of our precious time. As John was pointing out, we all think we're time poor. Well, maybe not all of us, but... Um, so for me, uh, I think ego is probably the, the bigger one. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a, I feel like that is a really good one. I might throw it just while you're off mute. 
Uh, Danette, I might throw you the same question. What what stops us from making a difference? I I, I agree with Graham about the fear. I think sometimes um, people have, haven't been shown either, so they may not have had that role model. They may not um, believe in themselves and the impact they can have. So they've got that voice in their head that sort of says, you know, who are you to do this? You know, what if they reject you? That sort of thing. Um, and sometimes people equate making a difference with having to, yeah, it costs money or it costs them something. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to cost anything. It can be as simple as, hello, how are you doing? But they don't think that way. And you know, they might want to make the grand gesture. The other one I was thinking with that beautiful quote you just shared, Jeremy, is that she looked to sort of way down into the future and went, what's the impact I want to have? And, and then came backwards. I think sometimes the being busy makes people really short-term focused, yeah. which means they don't then think about, is this who I want to show up as, you know, and be in the future? So I really love that quote. It was awesome. Cool. Yeah, Thank yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, I mean, these are really good answers. It's also not not anything that I had written down as well. So once again, learning a lot. I love to, I love when this happens. Um, Kanika, I might throw the same question to you. What stops us from making a difference? Um, I would say sometimes uh, just to encapsulate what um, Danette said about just like rejection and stuff. I think there's a level of social anxiety for people to just like interact with strangers and interact with other people. Um, also to piggyback a little bit more off of what Nettie said, that sometimes people just don't know how to be there for other people or how to be kind to other people or how to kind of like do little things um for other people there's just like um I think like a standard I feel like I've experienced that just like living in share houses and stuff in the past where like for me something doing something is like the decent thing to do like or like if I'm going to someone's house and like I'm spending time there I will always like take something it's like the right thing to do it's just like a I, I don't know whether it's a hospitality culture that comes with being Indian or what um but you just like have to treat everybody really nicely, especially if someone's visiting your house, especially if you're going to someone's house. But these are all things that are like kind of ingrained in me. Like even growing up, if we had someone like come to the door, whether it was like someone to drop off our mail or whatever, we would always be like, do you want a glass of water? Can we get you like something to drink? It doesn't matter who it is. There's just like a certain standard of decency and hospitality that I've been like raised to show people no matter what. So I guess, and not everybody has that is what I've realized. And sometimes I find myself getting annoyed and I'm just like, this is like basic like stuff you have to do. But I realized that not everybody's had the same sort of upbringing as me, same sort of mentality as me. Um, but I also feel socially anxious sometimes where I'm just like, I know this would be like the right thing to do or this is like the kind thing to do. But I sometimes won't know how to do it or how to approach it. I guess it also depends on the person that I'm trying to do it with. Like the person also has to be receptive of kindness and receptive to people being there for them. Um, so it's, I think it's very variable and I think it's a combination of all these things really, at least according to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I also had that sort of social anxiety, fear of rejection kind of thing as well, but yeah, so I totally agree with that. Um, John, uh, Wrap this one up for us. What what stops us from making a difference? 
for me, I think it's the thought that we've got to do something big to make a difference, that we've got to be a, you know, a Mandela or a Winston Churchill or a um, Elvis Presley or, you know, a Rosa Parks type of person that, that makes a, a huge statement. And we don't. That's the thing. I mean, you know, the, the fact that you're talking about going and meeting your neighbours, you don't know the impact that you've had on your neighbours just by doing that. And the fact that, you know, you're giving them some vegetables, they bring back some bread and you go, okay, I wasn't expecting that. You've had an impact. You've made a difference. Um, and I don't think you you probably recognise that. And big, small, doesn't matter. To make a difference, you've just got to do something. So, you know, and I think it's also that fear that if I don't have that talent, if I'm if I'm not a a very good orator, therefore I, I can't go out and speak. If I, I don't have a huge talent, therefore I can't make a difference. And that's wrong. So can can I add to Kanika's too that yeah, because of all of the disruption, I think some people just have really low resilience at the moment. And so their ability to be generous is really low because they haven't sort of been looked after them, like they haven't looked after themselves mm. as well. So I think sometimes people want to do it, but, you know, whether it's anxiety, whether they've got a mental health issue, whether it's like super low resilience, and really what they need is for someone to be kind to them first to sort of help them see the difference it can have. It's that mentality of pay it forward. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, do one, you know, it's that do unto others as you'd have them do to you, you know, those sort of cliche type things. But to me, I think they're they're very true. Mm. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, that's um, there you go. Sorry, I just also think there's like a kindness in allowing people to feel how they feel. Like if you talk to someone and they're feeling shit, sorry, <laughs> they should be able to say it without. Uh, or they're feeling horrible, or they're feeling overwhelmed. Like if it's a negative feeling, we need to be more comfortable as the people acknowledging that people have difficult feelings and people do have bad days. And there needs to be like a leniency and kindness with that. Because mm -hmm. like, I, it's like also so jarring when you ask someone how they are and like they say they're having an awful day or something really bad is happening or they're just like not feeling good. We often tend to like get like really scared of these negative emotions and we tend to get really like, ah, oh, do I have to fix it? What do I have to do? Um, and I think more often than not, you can just be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do, or just like ask them what you can do. Um, but I think a kindness to people is also us getting used to the fact that um, human emotion is like on a spectrum and we're not always going to be happy. Um, and happiness shouldn't be kind of an end goal, like anything, it'll come like all things, it's kind of just like a spectrum and a process. And some days we will feel bad. And some days when you ask someone how they're feeling, they will feel bad. And we should give them the space and the leniency to feel however they want to feel. And I think, I know you can't do this with strangers and stuff, but you can do this with your family. You can do this with friends. You can do this with people that you do know and can like sort of exchange these kind of um, emotions and sentiments with and I don't think we should be caught off guard by it and I yeah that's about it I guess 100% agree yeah yeah totally um so I did just get a notification unfortunately I'm just using my zoom that we have 10 minutes left so just FYI everybody uh so uh thank you all for your answers um and we'll just jump into our final question now which is 
what are some great ways to make a difference? And this is um, for either ourselves or others. Um, but I might start uh, with you, John. What, what are some great ways to make a difference? Well, I've only got three short points on this, so I can be quick. But to me, it's be yourself, be genuine, and give. And when you're giving, you give from the heart. That's amazing. I think that encapsulates a lot of what we've been talking about as well. So thank you for that, John. That's awesome. Uh, Kanika, what, what are some great ways to make a difference? Um, I think Graham Onetti said this earlier in the podcast, where like you have to be kind to yourself first. Um, celebrate your little wins. Celebrate um, things that you've done that have been hard for you. Acknowledge things that you've done that have been hard for you. Um, and I think you can carry this forward if you treat yourself with this leniency and this like kindness. It'll come more naturally um, and be easier to do with other people as well, I think. Um, and I think an example of that was this week I took a driving lesson and it was really, really scary and intimidating for me to do. Um, but I was really proud of myself after like all day. I was just like, I can't believe I did that. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, wow. And I got myself McDonald's as a treat. So. <laughs> Winning. Good choice. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, yes, <laughs> that that was a well done. Uh, congratulations and good reward. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, I might throw this to Danette. What what are some great ways you can make a difference? Um, going back to what Kanika said, first of all, look after yourself. Um, and then I think just notice what's going on for others. So be present. And if you've got a choice, be generous, be kind, be compassionate with others. And it can be as simple as just smiling so that someone knows that you care, even if it's a random stranger or paying it forward, um, like John said. So I love the concept of pay it forward. So when someone does something good for you or you do something good for someone else, that rather than paying you back, they pay it forward. So it makes the world a much better place. Thanks, Jess. Great question. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Th thank you for that. Um, I think it's it's so nice hearing all these answers, I have to say. Um, and uh, Graham, uh, what are some great ways to make a difference? Um, I think the guys covered most of it. Um, hey, we've run out of time anyway, Graham. So that's great. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for giving me of, of your time so generously. Um, I think, um, I mean, yeah, just wrapping it all up. The the practicing self compassion, um, self kindness for building your resilience. So, yeah, Kanika was talking before about being able to empathise with somebody else who's not necessarily in a good place. Um, and, and that sort of touches on John's point about connecting with um, connecting with others from the heart because that's what we really need to do. And, and empathy, for me anyway, is such a, a strong connection between head and heart. Um, and, and because it, it takes a lot of energy to be genuinely empathetic with people, if we don't have a lot of energy or resilience, it's almost impossible to do it. Um, I think just... I was trying to, something came to mind a minute ago about uh, another thing that John, um, James Rouse said, and it's gone again. So we won't use that one. I, I think just remembering that um, the opportunity to be of service to another human being is, um, is one of the greatest gifts that we have ever been given mm. as human beings. That's it. 
Mm. So, you know, just remember that we actually are all here to be of service. And oh, sorry, and the other thing was give yourself permission to get it wrong. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good one as well, especially if you're not sure how to make a difference, then it, it yeah. might, you might get it wrong, but that's okay. If you give it a go, I think you're totally right. And uh, the only thing that I wanted to add to that is if you want to make a difference, it doesn't have to be something that you do every day. You, if you're struggling with it, you can just do something once and just give that a go because that's still going to have an effect. So don't, there's no pressure to do it all the time. You know, hopefully that'll kickstart something. But if it doesn't, that's totally fine as well, I think. Um, well, I wanted to thank everyone so much for this podcast. It's been really good. I've learned so much. My uh, my notes are totally different from what I'd written down that everyone else has said. So once again, I've learned so much. Um, I wanted to give everyone just a quick opportunity to, to wrap up with any final thoughts. And Graham, we'll let you go last that in case you can uh, remember that James Rouse thing with pressure's on uh you've got for uh four minutes uh but i might start with kanika with this one any final thoughts you've got on how you can make a difference um i guess like just be nice try and pay attention to what kind of comes to you naturally as well in terms of kindness because not everybody expresses um love and how they feel in the same way as others um so yeah just pay attention to people around you because you might not even know someone's being kind just because you don't interpret kindness in the same way they maybe do um and when you're doing it to someone else as well and you're not sure if they're getting it let them know communication is key <laughs> yeah. absolutely um i might throw to uh danette any any ways that you can how you can make a difference is there yeah, I think the old adage, you need to fuel yourself first in order to fuel others. And um, like Kanika said, that communication, but I think giving without any expectation. So when we're really generous, you just give mm -hmm. and, you know, just trust that that's the right thing to do. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, John, first of all, thanks so much for suggesting this topic. It's been awesome. Uh, any final thoughts on how you can make a difference? I like Kanika's point about um, do what comes naturally. So you don't have to go out and change the world. That's not what it's about. It's about engaging, you know, where you're comfortable and what comes naturally for you. Just engage. Awesome. Awesome. And, Graham, the pressure's on. Did it come to you or not? Uh, what are your no. final thoughts on how you can make a difference? Thanks, Jess, for not uh, <laughs> putting any pressure on me at all. The, uh, the thing that James said, no, but something else that he said a couple of years ago um, sort of sprang to mind, and that was um, looking at others with soft eyes. Um, but he also actually, just going back to the whole self-compassion, self-kindness thing, is um, when you look at yourself in the mirror, look at yourself with soft eyes. Mm -hmm. And for me, the other word that came to mind, which is a little bit weird, but anyway, um, was unclench. Because I think at the moment, with because of the, the pandemic and everything that's going on, so many of us uh, are existing and operating in a, in a really clenched way. Um, there's a lot of anxiety and uncertainty and nervousness and stress and everything else. And, and so for me, the idea of just letting go and relaxing into doing something for someone else, whether it's going to work or not, doesn't matter. Um, if your intention is, is good and you're doing it, because you want to be of service to somebody else, that's where you start. 
Awesome. Well, thank you all so much. This has been an amazing podcast. We've snuck in just under the time. So I want to thank you all for <laughs> these amazing answers and stuff. And uh, as always, you can listen to this every week and next week we'll actually have a guest, but I just want to thank everybody. And once again, I just want to thank uh, John for these awesome ideas, but I wanted to thank uh, Kanika for jumping on. I want to thank the Danette and Graham for doing this while you're out on a relaxing houseboat. So thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank you. Kanika. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, wherever you're listening to this, you can go back and listen to a lot of our old topics. You'll find the format changes a little bit, which is quite fun. So there's a lot of different styles of podcasting here. You can also watch each of our podcasts on YouTube. There'll be a link in the description if you prefer to do that. Uh, If you have any suggestions or would like to be on a on a podcast in the future please let us know we'd love to help out and as always if you need any help with anything please reach out have a magical week